Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Greetings and welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, the only show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. We are part of the Dorkening and Inebriart Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you tonight by Deadly Grounds Coffee, coffee to die for. I am your host, Parasite Steve, a.k.a. Steve Van Sampson, and with me as always, uh, and well, not as always in, in one of these bonus episodes but tonight we we have the the full lineup the my, whole shebang my, my yes. dark broody buddies i have mr nintendo oh hello and 8-bit alchemy hello hello i am dark i am broody and i'm your hey buddy guys. how's it going it's going all right feeling kind of right. grim feeling kind of yeah grim. it's it's yeah. been a grim a uh, few months month. we have <laughs> it's been a great yeah, it's month. been a it's been a month so tonight uh we wanted to get together and pay our respects to one of our favorite voice actors of all time we just lost an absolute legend uh all of you already know this of course mr kevin conroy uh oh, yep. who is you know the voice of batman and has uh, been the voice of batman since 1992 i believe 92 is his, uh, his first ever audition for any voice job ever was Batman. And he was one of 500 applicants and they hired him on the spot. Right. They're just like, this is, this is our guy. This yeah. was our guy. He had never before done voice work. He was a classically trained stage actor he had done uh, some soap operas um, throughout the 80s. He had appeared on a few shows. And um, he actually was in a sitcom like later in the 90s, too. It was like it was like some nurse show. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember the, the name, name but he was, yeah, he was totally it was like, like in a sitcom. Ray Gunn and something else. Or it was like one of their names was Gunn with two N's. And uh, I don't know. I've never heard of this show. 
Yeah, well, the, definitely the nurse show had RNN or RN. Yeah, in in the title, but I just I wish it, I didn't write it down. It doesn't matter. But it anyway, matter. so he did he did lots of stuff um, for sure. He was a stuff he was he was still completely unknown at the time of his audience uh, of his audition for Batman and uh, and uh, he he said in a uh, recent interview uh, two two years ago he he did an episode of Michael Rosenbaum's podcast Inside of You which I really highly recommend everybody go listen to. Um, it's really one of the best interviews that I have probably ever heard. It's really just an incredible, and it's, you know, it's funny. It's not like Michael Rosenbaum did such an amazing job either. It was just like Kevin just like let it all out. He shared things like, you know, nobody expected him to share clearly. And he said that he had never even talked about. It's it's a very personal, very, uh, very uh, emotional interview. And uh, wow. it's, it's so... I, I recommend everybody go listen to that. That's, you know, inside of you with Ke Kevin Conroy. Um, but so there's some stuff that I learned from that. I had heard that uh, episode about a year ago and I listened to it again today. So some of um, the anecdotes that I can share through this episode will be because of that. And I don't want to take credit where credit is not due. Um, but yeah, so uh, guys, Kevin Conroy, uh, I what know he's important to all of us. Yeah. Um, so I think that um, I think I will just simply say one thing before passing it off, because I want to hear what you guys have to say, um, is that I believe the first time I ever watched Batman, the animated series, I now I could be wrong on this, Joe. So you you'll have to corroborate this or not. I feel fairly confident, although I don't think we really have talked about this. I think I saw it at your house with you. I really oh. feel like it was back in when you were living in Rolling Green. And I think that it was, so it was 92. Yes. And I think that it was the, so the very first episode of the show is the, um, it's called like the, the red, the red claw or the scarlet claw caper or something like that. Yeah. It was with this lady who was only in that first uh, couple of episodes. I think it was like a two parter. Maybe it was a three parter, but it's, um, it's this lady and she like runs this global evil organization and she has a tattoo of like a red claw on her and, and she has yeah, black yeah. hair and, and she's only in that, that arc. She's never shows up again. And, um, and I, I believe that the two of us were both kind of like not really excited for this Batman cartoon. We weren't like Batman fans per se. Yeah. Yeah. I think and that's it why it was just kind of yeah. like come what may like, Oh, I'll mm -hmm. check it out. I don't right. really, I'm, you know, I don't have a dog in this race. If it's good, cool. If it's not, no, fine. no, no big deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like we were more excited for like the X Men cartoon. Like, you know, yes. Batman was, was not as big a deal to us, but then it became a bigger, much bigger deal. And, and I ended up, you know, I don't, I don't even really like the X Men show from the 90s. I, I think it's just meh. But right. um, Batman is like, you know, still one of my favorites. And I've been watching, a lot of episodes on HBO since Kevin passed. I like, I just have been putting them on at night. Um, nice. And they, they, it's just amazing how that show holds up. But so I don't know. Do you, do you recall if, uh, if that might be the case, do you remember watching the show for the first time together? Vaguely. I don't remember if it was at my house. I, I feel like it was, it, if maybe the memory, it was. the memory is that I saw it for the first time. We saw it for the first time together. It was after school. It, after school in your yeah. in your apartment in Rolling Green, that that's yeah. 
that's what I re- remember. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's yeah, <laughs> it's it's. Oh my god, it's been like a million years. Yeah, uh, ninety two. I mean, t- Tim was a bebe. <laughs> such a, such a freaking bebe. A bebe. Yeah, um, yeah. I was, yeah. I was just like, you know, yeah. not, not at all, you know, a fan of this show when it first came up because I was literally a fan of bottles and my blankie because I was like fucking one <laughs> and crap in yeah. pants. You're like a huge and, fan and of like tuna in my casserole, right? Like yes, that's right, all. Right, lots of right. tuna in that casserole. <laughs> but um, um yeah, yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, yeah, I, I can't remember. It probably was at my my place by. I do remember not being overly excited because you no know, Batman, whatever, and that I mean, remember watching that episode come what may and or whatever it was, and mm-hmm. I was just blown away. Like, yeah, the drawings were awesome. The animation was fantastic. The story was excellent. The 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 the, the voice casting was like flawless, so perfect. And I, I mean, honestly, I mean, Kevin Conroy as Batman is like, I can't even imagine right. anyone, anyone else trying to voice Batman back in the day. It's like, no, he is Batman. Right. And, and it's, it's so right. crazy because, you know, uh, like at this point in life, we are all about this shit, right? Like we're all about knowing the voice actors and, and knowing the people and what they do and all this other stuff. And like going on the IMDb pit that like, this is what, this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. First time seeing this show, you know, it's like, I, I didn't know who the voice of Batman was. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know. Same. I didn't know anything other than this is a show that I'm watching and it's so nuts because it took so long for me to learn the name of Kevin Conroy because my brain was like, I don't know. That's just Batman's voice. That's right. the voice of Batman. Right, and it's right. like, no, that's the voice of Batman in specifically that show. That is what your brain is always thinking of, but no, that is just one iteration of Batman. And it's like, Holy shit. Like he immediately became the Batman, you know, right, my yeah. Batman. And it's yeah. it's incredible because, like I said, I didn't grow up with this show. Mm-hmm. I technically grew up with the show because Steve is my older brother and showed it to me as I was like adolescent and growing up and stuff. But it wasn't a show for the kids of my generation. It wasn't on like the current networking that I was aware of. It was just like, um, you know, it was maybe on here or there, but it was it was mainly because we had DVDs. And and we would just sit down and like go through the seasons and stuff, and no, that's definitely I, one of the first shows I remember doing that. With. I don't remember. Was this one of the shows that we recorded every day, kind of like with Mighty Max? I don't. I don't think so. I did. I remember recording Mighty Max and Conan the Adventurer a lot. Yes. Yes. TV. Um. I I don't think that I had tapes of Batman. Okay. Uh, so I looked it up. So the episode's called "The Cat and the Claw." And um, okay. according to Wikipedia, it's actually episode 15 and 16 or something. So I, I'm interested to look more into it because I really feel fairly confident that that was the original broadcast. Uh, it lists the first episode being on Leather Wings, which was the first Man Bat episode. And I do remember that being like the second episode. But I, okay. I sort of think what happened was they played it and had a premiere uh before the normal t- like out of the out of the time slot maybe oh and yeah, that, maybe. that was the cat in the claw 
um, because I, I really feel confident that it was the, the two episodes were broadcast together as the first thing ever. Um, it's possible I'm wrong, um, but that, that's how I recall it. But anyway, um, yeah, this, this, like this guy, you know, he's, he's, he's Batman with like out even trying mm-hmm. and you know, that, that sort of, you know, is unfair because I'm sure he, right. tried it's not a lot, that he's it, not trying. It's it just like felt, effortlessly. Right. It felt yeah. right. It felt like as a, a viewer that like, he's not even trying and you know, Obviously, you know, Batman more than anybody else has been played by probably more actors than anyone. It's probably Batman and Spider-Man probably have the most voice actors. And a lot of the Spider-Man is probably because of games. Um, yeah. But still, right. you know, he's had a lot of sh- cartoon shows as well. I sp- tons of Spider-Man cartoon shows over the years, like tons. But Batman is like the other one. I feel like those are probably the, the two I, that I have would been think played so. by the most yeah. for the yeah. big superheroes anyway. But, you know uh i mean ever since you know he has become at this point he's he is really a divisive character where the fandom of batman is very protective of their version of the character and it it's less open like i i think that like what happened with the spider-man no way home where you know it's like let's embrace all three versions of this character that have been in the movies and we're gonna hug it out and be best friends and it makes everybody feel better about every version of the character. I sort of feel like the Batman fandom is the opposite of that. And they don't want that. They just want their guy and they want everybody else to just go away. Um, But, you know, for sure, Kevin Conroy is often in that conversation. And if people are having an argument over, you know, Robert Pattinson and, and Christian Bale and Ben Affleck and, stuff and michael keaton there's always the person in yes this has been me that says oh yeah right uh kevin conroy like give me a break he's right kevin conroy is the one yeah yeah um and and that's a very common thing like he's definitely so so well loved but for me personally the thing that uh always got me about about his performance is that he was able to um be subtle and um not he never overacted he acted ex- exactly as much as he needed to yeah and um i think that there's too much of every other batman performance where the actor is worrying about doing a batman voice i feel like that is true for michael keaton it's not true you know you know who it's not true for adam west adam right, west right. was because it was talking. just silly so he was just yeah. talking so his Batman is the same as his Bruce Wayne. They they have the same exact everything, cadence, everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and and there are so many other uh, performers that you know people love and have you know even I've enjoyed and stuff for sure. I, I haven't enjoyed them all, but um, where they they're just so concerned about like okay, but what is the Batman voice going to sound like? You know, obviously Christian Bale's, you know, took it to the extreme. Yeah. He went to the extreme and um, he's like, no, I'm going to scream in your face and you'll be afraid of me that way. And that's, that's the choice. Um, Now, at least with Ben Affleck's Batman, he had a voice modulator. So it was less about him doing a voice. It was more like, oh, 
Batman's, you know, got tech gadgets. He's he's just doesn't want Which his I identity to be found out through another totally. means. So not just a mask, not just a cape, but I also got a voice. Yeah, it's like okay, that's that's so, like yeah, a legit thing fine. he would do. Yep, I feel like mm. he would do that. I feel like there is value in disguising your voice, but it can it the problem is when it comes off as silly. And right. um, you know, I think I think Kevin Conroy is the only one uh who understood this and I I'm very grateful that I was able to meet him back in uh, uh, maybe it was like 2016 or something. It was at a Comic-Con in Providence, Rhode Island. And um, I got to tell him this and I was, it's all I wanted to say. I, I, I had a nice, a nice interaction. He didn't have a big line. It was just kind of, um, you know, I, I went over and um, I remember there was a line, but it was for somebody else and it was kind of blocking his table and a few other tables. And uh, how dare they? Yeah, <laughs> right. I, re I remember like having to like technically kind of wait, but it wasn't like a big line. It, it wasn't too busy, which is the best possible time to go over to somebody if they're, you know, just kind of, you know, a little bit lonely or they, they could be having a breather. But, you know, right. it's always yeah. it's always great. You get it feels nice when you're not of... just number 25 in line. Yes. You're like, oh, I, I'm taking a chance to come, you know, mm -hmm. see you when there's nobody else around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. You don't get Definitely. the four seconds. And um, and so I, I told him this, uh, which is the reason that I think that he's the best Batman. And I've always thought this. Um, I think that, you know, he gets that Batman is not the mask mm -hmm. i think everybody else you know is like all right well bruce wayne is me so what is my batman voice going to be i think that's everybody's thought process you know and no matter you know name an actor who has played him on screen and that's that's basically what it is uh but for kevin conroy they hired a guy who has a naturally very rich deep voice and his fake voice was Bruce Wayne. So when he's Batman, he's just kind of like, I am vengeance. I am the knight. This is my normal speaking voice down here. And then when he's Bruce Wayne, he's like, hey, Barbara, how you doing? Hey, hey, Jim. Hi. How's it, hi, how's it right. going? Hey, all right. Well, okay. Yeah. Like, he's faking Bruce Wayne. Right. Bruce Wayne is the mask. Bruce, Bruce Wayne is the, is the false yeah. persona and Batman right. is, is the realness. And, and mm -hmm. he said that in interviews that like, that's how he saw this character. And that's when the character really clicked for him, that he, he understood mm -hmm. how to play this character when he learned that about Batman and the character. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's incredible. You know, Conroy's like this Juilliard graduate theatrical Shakespearean actor right. of theater and Broadway and all this other shit. And, you know, when he, when he got this, this gig, it's like, he didn't come at it like a, like a voice actor, you know, not, not like saying that is a, a dig. Right. Yeah, that's not, that's not the intention. The intention. Yeah. Right. It's just yeah. a matter of like, I'm thinking of this as a role. And yes. and this is a different kind of role, but it is you know not not to be treated uh, as any other way. And so he had this incredible like acting chops uh, sensibility to Batman, right. who was a character mm. that you know I, I would say probably did not have a a shitload of emotional depth 
throughout his previous incarnations. I mean, the Tim Burton movie started to show that more and I can't speak for the comics, you know, but Mm -hmm. it it was really elevating it. And, and that's, I think a huge part of why it, why it worked. And he just has a goddamn incredible voice. Yeah. Yeah, Um, It's really, it's really crazy to hear him in some of the the sitcoms and stuff like that, where he's like, you know, he's Bruce Wayne-ing it, right? Like he's in there (laughs) being like chummy, chummy, ha-ha guy, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm just in my (laughs) living room playing the marimba, you know, just like being a wacky fucking guy. And it's like, wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. And then you hear him do the takes for Batman. You're like, holy fuck. Like, wow. Right. Like which one sounds more natural. Right. Yeah. And, um, Yeah, it's just it's exactly, exactly. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I will I will always just remember that about like that's what he taught me about Batman is that is that you know one is the mask and it's not the one you think and I I, I think that that's that's really great. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. I was I was very happy to you know just just tell him that tell him that I, right you know right. and uh, it was great. It was a nice little. Uh, you know, took 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 a minute to tell the story, and he was absolutely listening and absolutely shaking his head, and you know, I mean, not I should say nodding, and 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 very much right there. He's like, "You got it." He's like, "That's it." You know, that's just, that's that's it. That's the key, and um, it was great. So I was uh, very very happy uh, that interaction was great i cherish that yeah so what what uh, a cool cool opportunity to have you know and and getting a chance to share that with him and stuff like that and i mean hearing his voice in person had to be so surreal you know it's like yeah it's this voice that you know so fucking well and And you're like holy shit it's just it just (laughs) comes out of this guy like that's just what this man sounds like right this is incredible and i did i did uh i will say i had him sign um my dvd copy of mask of the phantasm oh that's dope and so i so i do have a a signed mask of the phantasm uh that says i am the knight on it awesome pretty cool sweet it's really fucking cool so i i love i love mask of the phantasm so much um joe did you want to say anything else specifically about like um about just anything at all well i was gonna say i mean i don't have a whole lot to say because no i as a person i don't know his background that well i just know him as the batman mm. so most people do i mean most I, people do I yeah do. and i i'm just like like never voice acted before mm. and getting hired on the spot right to play batman right mm-hmm. that's just i don't i don't know that just blows me away Right. And, and I mean, the thing that also needs to be said is this guy was humble as anything. He was so grateful. He, he, I mean, there are so many, um, you know, cameo, you know, you can like go on cameo and request a a video from a celebrity celebrity voicemail or something. Yeah. And, and they're usually their video, and uh, there are people who started sharing their Kevin Conroy cameos and stuff. And it is, it is mind blowing. There are some cameos that people got. I mean, I've never done a cameo. No, but yeah, me either. I, I did. There was a time like where I was like, just going on cameo just to watch this, the various people's like example videos, just cause it's kind of fun. And I will say that a lot of people 
it's just lame. Like a lot of people, it's like, oh, hey, I'm just getting up. I'm laying in bed. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess I got this cameo for you and uh, your friend said happy birthday. So yeah, anyway, have a great day. It's like, it's (laughs) it's so half-assed. Yeah. So half-assed, so 30 seconds long. So, you know, not worth the money in my opinion. Um, And then you have certain people that go above and beyond. Um, Bronson Pinchot seems like a really cool dude. Um, he performs and does long, he's bulky on perfect strangers. Yeah. And, uh, he, he, he has some great cameos. Um, I, I swear to God, Kevin Conroy has got to take the cake. I mean, it, these, these various videos people are sharing or it's just, it, unbelievable he gets so real and so personal and he's so inspirational and he's so just the the most perfect like beautiful message that you could get from somebody that you admire and and from afar like this is a celebrity you know you, you know they don't know you don't know them you're never going to know them they they don't care about you but but kevin conroy just felt like he did you know he he yeah. just was so unbelievably grateful to, to have gotten the the life and career that he did all because of this one role. And, and you know that not everybody feels that way. Some people, when they are they pigeonholed were, yeah. into one thing, resent or, it. Yeah, they resent it. Yeah. Now, it is a little different because he was able to continue doing it for like 30 years. Right. So it, it's not, it was a career. You it know? was. Yeah. He literally did Batman. Uh, the last, I think his last appearance that came out because I, I saw something that on IMDb that was listed as in progress, but I don't know, or in production, but I don't know if he got to, re- he got to do his stuff for that or not. So I'm or not, not really sure, but, but 2019, he was, uh, he had his first live action appearance as Batman. Uh, and I'll, I'll get to that later. I'm going to run down a list of uh, like a top 15 in my personal opinion, appearances uh, mm-hmm. as Batman. But um, so 2000, so all, almost 20, almost 30 years, literally. Oh, it's, it's unreal. Uh, playing this character. And so he was, he was absolutely, anytime he talks about it in anything, any video, any interview, anything, he's just so, so grateful. And, and uh, you know, you just believe him, you know, he's not full of shit. And even in that, um, that episode that I mentioned earlier, um, the inside of you episode, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who, you know, he was Lex Luthor on Smallville and he, he did the voice of the flash on the justice league cartoon with Kevin. And, um, and, and, uh, he says he, one of the questions he asked him is he's like, you know, he sort of presumes this is something I don't like about Michael Rosenbaum. He sort of leads the guests answer too much. It kind of drives me crazy, but he's like, the question was simply, you know, does it bother do you get a little bit annoyed and if so is there a coping mechanism for when fans come up to you and say hey can you sign my my thing and write i am the knight or can you do can you do uh you know right, do the a, a thing line. do the line do this yeah. line you know i am vengeance. Right. dance I am for me knight. monkey right you know? dance for me yeah. he's like i know he's like because you know i you know i have a line and from smallville they always ask me to do and you know you know i'm it's got to drive you crazy right it's got to drive you nuts right it's got to be annoying right it's got it right right it's got it's got it's got it and he's leading him leading him leading him and and kevin's just like he's like he's like no um and he he's not even a jerk about it he's just like no um 
no that that part that part never bothers me he's like because i know how lucky i am yeah he's like i i i know i know how lucky i am he's like if if i'm acting on stage i get an immediate reaction from the audience i'm able to any actor who acts on the stage is able to feed off the audience and you know how you're doing you know how your performance is being perceived either accepted or rejected or whatever and he's like but when you record in a little sound booth he's like it goes off into the ether and you're just you have no idea he's like when i started doing cons finally i realized oh this is the other half this is the audience they're coming to me this is how this this industry works this very different industry and he's like no you know i i I never get annoyed by that um so i i don't know i just i just think that he was a gem uh and you know i i have some factoids here i wrote down some some interesting little little tidbits um he he really i'm not going to go into it but honestly if you guys listen to that episode of of inside of you like he had such insight of you no it's inside oh inside of you okay yeah yep and it's uh it's the michael rosenbaum podcast uh so you'll see lex luthor from smallville looking pretty much the same but with hair and um (laughs) and uh yeah it's it's his Mm. my god his Mm. childhood was awful oh i mean just terrible I, and i was just reading about some of that it, just now it, man. you got to listen to the episode it's it's unbelievable what he shares um but you know so he really overcame you know a lot of stuff a lot of crazy stuff um and he was uh falling down a dark path in his late teens but it seems according to him he was like yeah 17 to 21 i was doing a lot of drugs and alcohol and then i stopped forever it's like wow you know <laughs> <laughs> who can say that who can right. like I, right. yeah I saw, yeah i saw and, and I, know, I just stopped cold turkey, cold turkey. Just, just, just called stopped. it oh my god he's like yeah i was smoking a pack a day you know doing all the stuff and then uh, i just willed like, it not to yeah, be yeah 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 he just he's like nope you gotta stop this shit and uh not do that anymore so anyway um so kevin conroy here's some factoids Casey. kevin went Yes, Casey. He went to the same school, which was Juilliard, as as Christopher Reeve and Robin Williams at the same time. Uh, Christopher Reeve, so it's just kind of funny because he's Superman and, you know, Batman and Superman. But um, Christopher right. Reeve um, was a couple years older, I guess. And uh, I uh, the story that he tells on that podcast is that he was almost his roommate. He couldn't afford the place. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. He, he, he couldn't afford the apartment. But he's like, oh, Christopher Reeve was like an upperclassman. And he was like so cool. And and uh, anyway, um, I mean, at the time, they're all nobodies. They're just kids in high college. They're kids in the halls. Yeah, kids in college. <laughs> uh, th- so he ended up uh, getting a, now this was in New York. And that's where Juilliard is. Um, so everything is very expensive and stuff, obviously. Nothing compared to today, but. So this was the early 70s. He said like 73 or something. Um, so he was uh, he ended up rooming with a bunch of guys, and one of them was Robin Williams. And oh, he neat. tells some really interesting anecdotes in that Inside of You episode, uh, one, of, one of which being that uh, Robin just could never shut it off. 
he's like that that was the thing you know he was so uncomfortable in his own skin that he um he literally never shut it off he said to the point where it would be the middle of the night and and the guy would be like having conversations with characters like a whole room full of characters just by himself in his bedroom whoa yeah that's pretty nuts yeah yeah and he said like he really just had such trouble being himself it was like clearly a defense mechanism he 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 felt more comfortable if he was always just doing crazy voices and silly stuff and being manic and didn't have one second where you could maybe break through and he said it was really it became difficult but um but that overall he didn't have anything like you know negative right right it's just yeah eccentric just kind of yeah kind of cool that they were they were roommates i think um so uh you know i I think people at this point know so he he came out of the closet as a gay male in um 2016 Mm -hmm. so he was like 61 so i mean that's that's you know late for today's, but he, yeah. you know he's he's going back. He was so he was born. I, I didn't say this. He was born on November thirtieth, nineteen fifty-five. So if your birthday is November thirtieth, you share it with a cool man. Hell yeah! Uh, and mm-hmm. he's from Westbury, New York. And um, so anyway, so he he grew up you know hiding his sexual orientation because uh, he said he actually lost a lot of jobs um, at the beginning. Yes, and he was he was removed that from from sense. consideration uh, just because of it. So he just hid it forever. Um, in twenty twenty two, DC released um, this comic book anthology. I I don't know if it's the first one they've done or not, but it it is just called DC Pride twenty twenty two, and um, he wrote a story in in this issue um, all about himself and uh, it's called finding batman um in the story he tells about the discrimination he faced um with potential collaborate collaborators and employers and about you know what would happen when they found out that he was gay and stuff so it's just uh you know on his journey to to finding acceptance but also finding the 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 job and the, the people he could work with and like all the stuff where everything was okay. And um, wow. I haven't read it, but um, you know, sounds pretty, awesome. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that is DC pride. 2022 has a lot of different covers. Um, if you are interested, easy to find. Um, so including if you count every episode of all the shows that he did, plus One, all two, the animated movies. Uh, okay. I'm up to a billion. Okay, up to a billion. Uh, Conroy actually holds the the designation of portraying the character of Batman longer than any other actor in live action or animation. The previous record, hol- yeah, the previous record holder was. Um, it's it's kind of funny. It's like you know, you're like, well, who's in second place? Probably like, trailing in second place, <laughs> right? Because our mind just keeps going to. The movies probably it's like oh was it Adam West because he's he Romero. I think it was Adam West. Yeah. Um. So or, the, right, the previous right. talking right Batman right yeah Adam West right right right. So it's actually his name is Olin Soul, which I have never heard that name in my life. He was a voice actor who voiced Batman in all the Hanna Barbera stuff, so Super oh. Friends and Scooby Doo 
And anytime that Batman would show up in anything, <laughs> it would be this guy, Owen Soul. Wow. Yeah. So he huh. actually had the previous record of, of being Batman in the most amount of things, if you count an episode as a thing, not the whole okay. show, but okay. the episode. Right. Um, so kind of cool. Jeez Louise. Um, uh, also kind of cool. I, I was... I remember hearing something about this at the time and I, I forgot all about it. Um, so when September 11th happened, uh, 2001, obviously, um, Conroy participated in relief efforts by volunteering to cook for police officers and firefighters during an audio commentary on Batman Gotham night. Conroy expressed his surprise at, at the reaction of the emergency services service workers to his presence at the behest of another cook. Conroy called out from the kitchen and to the dining room area in his Batman voice, reciting the iconic line, I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. Which was greeted by absolutely everybody in the place just shitting their pants. Right, just like the universal brown. Just <laughs> I assume. Uh, no, they were. They cheered and uh, applauded this and, and went nuts. And Conroy said he... He was he couldn't believe it. He he he's like he was, I was so just fucking around. He, yeah, he no, he was just fucking around. He was he was there to help. I mean, like right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He's like he's like, I mean, yes, I am here as the voice of Batman, but I'm also right. here as, you know, the man <laughs> Kevin Conroy. <laughs> like I'm, right. I'm, just, I'm just doing a nice thing. Right, right. Um so that's I awesome. have 15, 15 select appearances. Uh and then we can uh we got about uh, probably about 20 minutes left, I think, in, in our, our target of, you know, trying to keep this about an hour. Um, and I think I think it'd be cool to just talk about the the shows that we liked in whatever episodes that come. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like God, you know, there's so many, so many great ones. performances yeah. across that one show right. to choose from. Right. Like so, OK, those. starting in 92, Batman, the animated series. Of course. Of course. Uh, there was something like 62 episodes or 65 episodes, somewhere in there for that. Um, 93, Mask of the Phantasm, which was in the theaters. That did yes. come to movie theaters. I yep, did not wow. see it in the movie theaters. I really wanted to, but it came and oh. went very quickly uh, in like a if week. If they do two. a Fathom event for that, we got to go. Yeah, I, I agree. And I really wish they would. I mean, I to this day, that's one of my favorite things of of the Batman animated series universe is that first movie that ba Mask of the Phantasm. They created a brand new character and they worked in the Joker and they worked in, you know, all these other characters that were part of the show. But they they had such an amazing new character my god the phantasm is so interesting and so visually badass i just i just adore that i love that movie so much i love it, love mm -hmm. it, love it. Mm -hmm. uh 1997 uh the original batman animated series was uh defunct for a couple of years but they re rebooted it sort of soft reboot as the new batman adventures um and uh they you know they they sort of streamlined the art and it was a little bit cleaner and they gave the villains uh, some, some redesigns. Um, still a great show still feels like the same sort of show. I feel like they left the forties uh, behind <laughs> the forties. Okay. The 40s yeah. Aesthetic yeah. Yeah. a little bit. I don't think they were really using Tommy guns and driving Al Capone cars quite as much, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is one of my favorite things about the original animated series to be right. Honest. It's pretty Such an interesting choice. They're like, let's set this in the '40s when it was when Batman was made. 
Uh, but anyway, so uh, then 99, two years later, Batman Beyond, of course. I mean, just yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, that was that was that was out when I was growing up. Like that yeah. was on TV, you know, yep. targeted for me. I remember yep. I had a school lunch calendar. Like that was the thing they used to give out was these like printed lunch calendars of what we would be having. And but they were like sponsored by whatever. And uh, yeah, there was one that had like Batman Beyond stuff all over it. And I, I kept it for quite a while. I kept it on my door because it was just cool. Yeah. And yeah. Batman Beyond was insanely cool. So uh, great. So yeah. great. And so different. It's such an interesting idea for how, how do we how do we take this in a different direction and still involve Kevin Conroy, who gets to play an 80 year old Bruce Wayne. Right. Just awesome. It was just perfect. Uh, oh, yeah. perfect. So great. Um, uh, a little little remembered spinoff of Batman Beyond was the Zeta project. Um, 2001, it involved a robot named Zeta, who was like a robot with a soul kind of um, wasn't a super great show. And the drawings were kind of a little too. They were, they were weird. They were very weird, (laughs) (laughs) more simple and thicker lines and brighter color. I don't know. I just couldn't stand looking at it. The style was was bizarre. He did appear as Batman in that show. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Yeah, I think on one episode, I think. And I think he was in Static Shock, too, as well. Yes, he showed it was. Um, Both characters, yeah, that were introduced in in Batman Beyond. Yep. And Static Shock has quite a following now. Oh, no, no, no. Static wasn't in Batman Beyond. Static, I think, showed up as a... I think there was a time travel episode that an older Static did show up in one episode. Oh, it was just a crossover. Okay, yeah, Static okay. was from the the older days. He was My when bad. he was a kid. It was like the normal Batman. No, whatever. Yeah. Um, Justice League, of course, two thousand and one. Love an amazing show. that My show. God. Love it. My God, you know the the Bruce Tim verse, this DC animated universe that that they that Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and Andrea Romano created. Like, you know, it's it's honestly like it's it's everything i love about dc comics was from these cartoons like i've never been yeah. that big of a reader of dc comics like i said joe and i weren't even excited about a batman cartoon we're not big batman guys we were into like other stuff turtles and yeah whatever else. way into turtles and i was yep. into spider-man and like x-men, X-Men. And stuff. i just didn't care about dc characters i just didn't and it's everything they did in the 90s made me love those characters and it's really to this day it's like everything i just go back to those versions of these characters you know it's it's just so so good that those episodes are so good so that was 2001 and then justice league uh in 2004 became justice league unlimited Mm -hmm. and they went from having like you know whatever it was like eight members in the justice league or however many it was uh to like let's pull in like every freaking possible DC character we can get our hands on. And, you know, you're not going to have all eight in every episode anymore. We're going to stop that. We're going to have like adventures with certain characters would go right. Certain new characters. So you might have like, Oh, well in this one, we're going to have wonder woman and green lantern team up with, you know, somebody random, you know, and yes. Yeah. You know, have an episode and it, it was great. You know, it was really great. And so many characters I had never heard of were in this show. I mean, just so many. Um, and then he did he did lots of video games. So uh, the big one in 2009, Batman Arkham Asylum. The yeah. one that started yeah. it all. What a um, game. Just, just an insanely good game. Uh, really, I feel like 
to me personally, I feel like that's the first time that a superhero based, like a, a licensed superhero game was taken, was putting, putting, put, putting, was put on the same level as like other A plus titles that were coming out that were like the best of the video game industry. And also Arkham Asylum is in that conversation. Like that never happened. Superhero games are always like, you know, B minuses at best. Maybe you like them, but they're never the quality of the best of the industry. They're not winning game of the year awards. Right. But Arkham Asylum was like, it's noteworthy for every, you know, everything just kind of similar to how Batman, the animated series was noteworthy, not just like as a Batman show, but just as a show period. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, this is not just a good Batman. One of these this is a noteworthy is show and game right this is right this is just oh yeah a good, that was just a good show this, right this is just yeah. a good game this is just a good show it's like and, and that really right. was being said about conroy's performance and everything going on in, in mm-hmm. the animated series and and this game definitely kind of struck that with the with the game industry it was like mm-hmm. whoa video games about superheroes can be incredible yeah that yeah. is not a word that we had to use for this I type know. of game before like look what happens Ooh. when we let developers just take Make their time and release it when it's ready and and that just right. never happens with licensed things because they're always trying to beat yep. the release of some other thing too they're coinciding with a movie or they're you know whatever it is and they, they never put up the big money for it because they're like, well, why bother? People are going to buy it either way. It's Batman. So right. it doesn't have to, to be good. Best. We're selling right. it based on branding. It's just easy money. Right. Yes. It's just it's exactly. just a cash in, yep. which is crazy to me because games are so mm-hmm. goddamn expensive. I can't imagine that it's easy money. But man, it does right. feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, honestly, since I, the, the first Marvel game that I think really, you know, and it took a while, but I think the first Marvel game that got taken seriously on that level with spider-man for the ps4 mm-hmm. i think that's the first, one of them was, i think that's that was the first marvel game that got on that level that got respect right. on that level yep yep yeah. the insomniac uh a spider-man game Spider-Man. for ps4 yep. is just absolutely talked about like that too mm-hmm. yeah. i do think the the arkham games are better but i do i I love that Spider-Man game too, but it's, it's nice. It's like, okay, you did a Batman, you did a Spider-Man. Those are kind of like the, the big biggest of each. Now, yep. like let's, let's work on, I mean, they're supposedly doing a Wolverine game. So it's like, okay, other Wolverine games have existed. They either suck or they're pretty good. Make right. one that's on that level. Make one that's in the conversation with right. God of war, like give it to us, but we'll see. Right. Probably yeah. not. Um, okay, so continuing uh, DC Universe Online, which was a thing for a while there. Um, I did I, not remember. That I did not remember that he did the voice for it. Yep. That's pretty cool. Anything about it? Oh yeah, it was a whole thing. It was a whole online free to play, universe, like free to yeah. play game. Like uh, at the time, you know, World of Warcraft was just so big, and everyone was trying to do that. Just hop online and hop, yep. you know, yeah copy yep. it um so then 2011 arkham city the sequel to arkham asylum batman arkham city is my favorite of the trilogy and uh i really uh, i still think it's one of my favorite games ever um just just a, an amazing sequel just absolutely better in every way and i just can't say enough about it but i will stop uh 2012 <laughs> justice league doom the movie this was a fun movie that i remember i put it on the list because i remember buying it 
on DVD and having you guys over to all watch it for the first time. So it just felt like a fun thing. That it was like a did. good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that was a good one. I, I like that one. Justice League Doom. Um, 2013 Injustice Gods Among Us. That's the Mortal Kombat Justice League game. It was and, a very solid uh, fighter. Very solid fighter. And uh, mm-hmm. four years later, 2017 Injustice 2 came out. And I liked that one even more. Really, really fun pair of games. And the last one I put on the list was 2019 Batwoman, the TV series. Uh, and of course, this is the one I mentioned earlier where he got to play batman or in this case it was actually bruce wayne really in live action for the very first time and i believe it was his first i think he said it was his first live action appearance on tv or in a movie or anything like that he hadn't been on camera in 25 years holy goddamn! yeah because you just became a voice actor guy and it's wild because his career for a very long time was just being in front of people as you know theater or an actor on tv or or whatever you know obviously making making the best effort as an actor to try and just be in stuff but uh and he he said he was getting older and getting less offers and it just was harder and harder and you know it just is it is what it is but my god was he not bitter but yeah he was Mm -hmm. very happy to be a part of this show I, i so this is not a show that i watched but i have gone to see his uh the clips with him in it and uh, he sort of plays like an old, broken Bruce Wayne from another dimension because the the crossover there's this big crossover where they did like the Flash and Supergirl and Batwoman and uh, I don't know maybe other shows too. I, I stopped watching those shows a while ago, but um, this was Crisis on Infinite Earths. So there's like that's a lot of Earths. There's infinite of them. It's a How many? shit lot of Earths. <laughs> infinity number um and so he he literally just uh was yeah he was just this evil bruce wayne guy he just was he's like yep no i uh, killed the superman of my world and uh <laughs> now i'm gonna kill you too and so he's it's 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 really like uh, a very shocking thing and he said that he had no idea <laughs> he had no idea about any of the stuff he's like they locked down the scripts they, they're so secretive with everything he's like i didn't know what the script was until I was on the plane flying out to Vancouver and (laughs) (laughs) wow. (laughs) But uh, just kind of interesting, but of course it's fun to see him and uh, he doesn't ever wear the Batman suit or anything like that. He's really just Bruce Wayne, but um, right. Yeah. Still cool. How do you watch that? Where where uh, is that? There are clips on YouTube. That's what I, that's what I did. Okay. Um, I'm sure that the Batwoman show is on something um netflix maybe i mean that's where i watched the flash for like five years of it until i stopped um maybe maybe that show maybe batwoman's on netflix and you can watch the episode i'm not sure maybe Uh, that's right supergirl was on was on netflix too yeah maybe they all are i don't know but at at least you can look up uh batwoman kevin conroy batwoman clips and you'll find them um so anyway, um, I'll open it up to you guys now. Um, let's let's uh, start with Batman the Animated Series. You, can you guys remember like maybe an episode that you remember really liking from this? I mean, there are so many. Uh, and so many. It's really hard to pick just right. one because there are so many good episodes. Right. Um, not all of them were good, are. but I mean, most of them were really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember, um, I don't know what episode it was. Uh, the, the first 
appearance of Clayface. Oh, nice. Yes, Feet of Clay. I yes. to remember that. That's oh my, my god. Favorites. Like that episode to me was like so dark. I mean, the whole show is dark, but mm. for me, yeah, this is like plot, crazy, man. crazy mm-hmm. dark for a kid yeah. show. Yeah. This just the way how yeah, just just the way how Clayface came to be was yeah. disturbing. Oh right. my god. Right. I know. It's like this sets the bar for like what this show, you know, might might do to you as the audience member. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just like, okay, you know, <laughs> we're gonna have some other different bad guy and it's gonna be just like a- another fight at the end of the episode. It's like you got this dude's story, you got this dude's whole fucking deal. Yeah. And and you felt bad for him. Like this was not a character that you hated. This is a character that you kind of were just like, damn, like this all sucks. Like you just feel feel really rough about it and it's like holy crap these are emotions coming out of a freaking batman show you right. know it's like dude yeah and this I, is impressive every time I, I so i haven't gone back to watch the the feet of clay two-parter since watching the last few up few weeks worth um but i'm i've been meaning to i do i do like adore that two-parter um i always thought that that had some of the best animation on the show i feel like they yes. went just above and beyond when they did Clayface, and they're like okay no we are we are putting like half <laughs> we're putting two whole episodes of budget into each one of these two episodes because like we are going to animate the ever-living crap out of Clayface's body and it's going to look so incredible and it did it blew me away yes it blew me yes. away how good the production was on those episodes and for, yeah from that moment on Clayface was like easily one of my favorite characters i had never yes. heard of that character before the show i'd never never heard of clayface yeah um love love loved him you know who did his voice no ron perlman was clayface no way really yeah wow yeah he was matt hagan crazy matt hagan clayface yeah pretty cool so many great so many great villain voices on that show um but so that is an excellent one goddamn uh it bit is there any that uh, come come to mind? I mean, the, there's you know, there's a, basically the the broader strokes of it is like I I definitely remembered villains that I liked seeing Batman deal with more yes. than others, yes, yes. and like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, no one is gonna be better than the Joker for me in this show. It's it's right. just impossible. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, agreed. Uh, agreed. outside outside yeah. of that, because I I feel like that is obvious. You know, I think mm-hmm. everyone does feel that way. Uh, I loved seeing the episodes where he dealt with the Riddler. And Mm. I feel like that actually was something that I loved that they did in the new Batman movie. And I feel like, you know, watching the animated series and how they would do these episodes with the Riddler, you know, getting these different clues and going from one place to another. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know, maybe just I'm an uninitiated Batman fan and, and that's just his shtick. But I loved the that that detective aspect and seeing batman go through these steps and and not feeling like he was fully in control and feeling mm-hmm. like you know i i need to outsmart this guy you know i need to i need to best him and and figure out what he's up to and uh and and where where the trouble is and that you know is scary for batman because it presented him with a situation that he didn't he couldn't control even if you're stronger than me if you don't know where you have to go this person's gonna die or something bad's gonna happen you know and it forced him to think 
on his toes and not just be able to gadget or punch his way out of the situation, you know? And it's like, those episodes were really freaking good. And I, I definitely, you know, liked seeing those a lot. I, I loved the Clayface episodes and things. Um, and really, you know, Batman's voice in this show is so iconic because it's so intensely, uh, like captivating it's like the the quality of kevin conroy's voice is so good you you just want to hear what he has to say listen to the next thing and it's it's not like a show where there's you know obnoxious characters or or a lot of you know over the top zaniness or whatever like some villains might give you that right it's like the joker and harley were it yeah and they that helped them stand out too like, I mean, they even took characters that were sometimes silly in the past. Like, think of how silly the Penguin was, uh, played by Burgess Meredith on the old 60s show. I mean, he's like, you know, I mean, he was very silly. Yes. And in this show, he was so subdued. The, the Penguin was like nothing like that he didn't he didn't wank wank <laughs> he, right. do, he, he was didn't not even... the ice king's penguins <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gunther um so yeah i mean that's very very true great great pick uh the, the riddler episodes were great uh, i remember uh bruce tim saying that uh people always mention the riddler to him and um and say like why weren't there more riddler episodes you know i think there's only two I imagine they were hard as shit to write. That's what he said. He yeah. said it was really hard to write the Riddler. Um, there's the one where they go into the video game uh, with the maze of the Minotaur. And I think yeah, that's the one I remember the most. Yep. From. I think that one is called, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, and then there is definitely a, a, a previous appearance of him, um, which is probably, you know, riddle me this. I, I'm not sure what the episode would have been called, but um yeah, it, it, great. He was voiced by John Glover, who is Mr. Clamp uh, from Gremlins 2. Oh, my yeah. God. I didn't yeah. know that. That makes you like yeah. him that much more. I was wearing my yeah. Clamp Cable shirt the other day. And he's <laughs> also Lionel yeah. Luther from Smallville. Everything comes back to Smallville right. tonight. Right. Um, <laughs> yep. He's a great Amazing actor. head of hair on that guy. My God. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so I will pick uh, for my episode. This is the first one that I went to watch. Because uh, after I heard that he passed, I went I went home that night and I watched this episode. And uh, to me, it's just the most sentimental of all the episodes of that show. Um, and it's called Beware the Grey Ghost. And um, it's it's definitely one of my low key favorites. Um, it's not. It doesn't feature one of his classic villains. Um Actually, the villain in it is really lame and secondary, and they drew him to look like Bruce Tim. <laughs> and Bruce Tim does the voice. <laughs> He's just playing himself, basically. I'm in this episode. <laughs> um, it's not about the villain at all. There's something going on, but the villain doesn't matter. He's a throwaway. Uh, the point of it is we get to see that Batman, uh, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne, when he was a little kid, he used to love this show that was called The Grey, Grey Ghost. I keep wanting to say Grey Goose. He wasn't into Great. Great Goose as a, <laughs> as a small child. Um, although his parents, I'm sure, had better stuff anyway. Um, so 
you know, there, there's a scene of like him and, and Thomas Wayne, uh, you know, he's like, well, Bruce, uh, it's time to get the bed. And he's like, oh, dad, can I just watch the rest of the gray ghost? And uh, so he's just, you know, there in front of the, the TV as a little kid and he's, he's watching it. And it's very much a like, you know, uptake on like the shadow or something, you know, okay, it's just yeah, a, yeah. It's like a, a 40s era sort of, a, you know, a guy in a suit with a with a gum shoe with a cool hat. You know, yeah, Darkwing Duck as a man. <laughs> as a man. Darkwing <laughs> man. Uh, but he's got goggles and he's the great ghost and he's voiced by. So this is the hero of our Batman. This is the man who inspired Batman to put on a costume and to go it's, out there and to fight crime. It's Adam West. It's Adam West. It's fucking great. It's fucking wow. great. You know, I mean, it's just perfect. And what they did was they they uh, told the story that this character, you know, he's just an actor. Of course. It's just a show. It's just like Galaxy Quest, you know. Um, and he um, he had fallen on hard times. And uh, just, just like Galaxy Quest, same sort of thing. Like, you know... Uh, all the roles are behind him. He can't, he can't get a job to save his life. He's late on the rent and he is forced to sell his gray ghost memorabilia to keep the lights on. So he doesn't have too much left and it's really sad. And he's just, uh, you know, he's just a sad old guy who was somebody once and is nobody now. And um, anyway, he gets uh, looped into this case because uh, what's happening is, um, there are these uh, bombs, these explosions keep going off in these random buildings and um, preceding the explosion, there's a, like a high pitch whirring sound and, and then the, the, the building explodes and um, people are like, you know, completely stumped. They have no idea what's going on in Batman's just, there's something in the back of his mind. He's like, this is so familiar. Why is this? This just reminds me of something. It feels like I know what's going to happen next. Why do I, why? And he remembers, he's like, oh my God, this was an episode of the gray ghost. And this is not, you know, the age of the internet. This is not like he can, you know, like I said earlier, you know, they, they make it look like this is the forties or something um, in the old Batman show. And, uh, so he he has to actually go down to the like I think it's like the the television studio and he's asking them if they have recordings if they have like reel to reel recordings of the old Great show ghost. and yeah and they're like oh you know uh, you know he sold it you know blah blah so he, he has to like he has trouble tracking it down he finds a collector who who has them and he's able to you know hook up a projector and actually watch these at home for the first time since he was a little kid and it's. It has such sentimental vibes and such nostalgic vibes. And like, it's all like the stuff that we talk about, you know, the stuff you love when you were a kid, right? All the stuff that made growing up awesome. And the gray ghost is definitely what made growing up awesome for, uh, for Bruce Wayne. And uh, so anyway, he, he loops him into this, uh, this case. And it sort of is like kind of a fantasy sort of fulfillment for, for Bruce because he gets to, you know, work with his old hero and stuff, but he convinces them to actually like put on the costume and, and they it's, it's, it's not as silly as it sounds when you describe it. It's really no, well done. it's, and, it sounds yeah, super uh, genuine. And, it's, and it's awesome. a great, it's a great episode. Uh, it's a great episode. I love it. So anyway, so that's beware of the gray ghost, nice. but um, yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, we're, we're at, we're at an hour guys. And I think we, we've done it. Is there any final words that we want to, 
we want to say for Kevin or or just shall we fade off into the night? Um, I mean, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it as many times as needs to be said. Kevin, Kevin Conroy is my Batman. And, you know, I, I think that it is extremely tragic that, you know, we've kind of, we had to say farewell to our dark night, but he's anything but gone. I mean, if if people, you know, are succeeded by their works of art and what they do and things like that and the and the, the marks that they make on people, you know, everyone said that he was nothing but the greatest person and he has one of the most incredible legacies of any human being in the media ever. I mean, no one, no one who knows and loves Kevin Conroy has has truly lost him a hundred percent there's those that have known him better and there are aspects of him that are gone but holy shit you know the the batman role that he embodied just lives on forever and i i want everyone who likes superhero stuff everyone who likes comics everyone who likes cartoons animation drama anything like that you know check out the Batman animated series. If for some reason you haven't, because if you thought maybe you didn't like Batman enough to watch this show, it almost doesn't matter. It's just that incredible. And the acting is a, is a masterclass across the board from like everybody in that show of, of what can be done and, and, and like the masterful uh, technique of, of those in animation is not to be understated. And, you know, if, if Kevin Conroy's acting chops were any indication, these are not just actors for TV, for cartoons, for kids. They are legitimate performers, legitimate actors doing their absolute best. And you hear that in every episode of that show. So I just I feel very lucky to have grown up with that show and to have it be so important to me. And, you know, Kevin Conroy is is incredible. And he will be missed, but he's not gone at all. Um, I'm I'm honestly very much looking forward to watching more of the show in reruns uh, because I haven't gotten to go through it in so many years now. Right? Yeah. You it's know? handy that it's all on HBO. It and really is on. Uh, everything's on Blu-ray now too. If you don't have HBO, uh, they released some really great Blu-rays a few years ago. Definitely worth picking up. I already had all the DVDs. And uh, I, so I haven't picked those up personally, but uh, I heard the transfers are much better and uh, definitely worth worth doing. So, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, 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 I just want to, to not be super, super, super sad at the end. I, I'll, I'll share a funny story. Uh, this. So, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times how we watch the show together like later. And I, re, you know, I showed you these episodes 8-bit. Uh, of course, you remember the night that we had planned that we were like, all right, you know, we we're trying to go through every episode of the DVDs and this, you know, we, you kept falling asleep mm-hmm. and uh, as I am so, want to do and, you know, so whatever, <laughs> it's fine. So, so anyway, like it, this was like not the first or second day and, and I'm like, all right, tonight, right. You want, so tonight we're going to watch, it was like Friday night or something. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, but you're not gonna fall asleep, right? And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm, no, no, I'm no. not, not tonight. I'm not gonna. I'm totally gonna. Be, <laughs> I'm right there. I'm right there. So, um, I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. 
So then we're, we're there. And first episode, I'm like, you good? And you're like, I'm good. Thumbs up. I'm like, cool. And then second episode, I look over and you are already falling asleep. I'm like, son of a whore. So like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm a like, sleepy fuck. Yeah. I can't so, help it. So do you remember what, do you remember what I made us do? Of course. I remember what you made us do. You're like, no. Not this night. This night we watch Batman. This is not a night for sleeping early and falling asleep before we get to do anything. We are going to fucking stand. We are going to stand up and we are going to watch this Batman. And I was just like, I don't want to stand at all. But holy shit. It started to become like that thing that runners get where you're just like, you're in so much like you're you're so far in that you're just like no i'm good no i'm good yeah. let's keep standing and i and no, i like, did stand with you right you did you did we did we, it was totally like a in solidarity yeah. we go and stand because yeah. you're not gonna be yeah, able to we'll fall both stand up standing. uh but Can't yeah like you, you eventually hit a point where you were like we just got goofy as fuck like we were just standing yeah. for so long watching these shows that we were just like dancing around and like tapping our feet and just like yep. basically you know everything humanly possible to just like be like no it's not even that bad like <laughs> and like it was it was actually the first like five minutes was terrible it's like it was, right no it, not it did this. <laughs> it was like man this sucks like oh god damn i want to sit so bad yeah. it's like no <laughs> yep and then yeah, and I'll then it was fine. Too. Yeah. Right. And then it was just totally so like, okay, expert style. So yeah, yeah I, was, th- really I just great. I just remember that night like so vividly. And uh, I don't remember what episodes we were we watched per se, but I don't know. Um I do remember that <laughs> that, that we only did that one time, the standing <laughs> thing. We I, we never did it again. It was just this one right. time. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're not doing this. Right. No. Um but it right. was uh, very funny. So just Way had to share funny. that little bit um, <clears throat> and on kind of a funny thing. So, um, Joe, are, are you good or you want to say anything else? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say something. Um, sure. Obviously, you know, rest in peace to a legend. Yes. And uh, I, he should be remembered for not just his roles in anything that he's done. He should be remembered mostly for the person that he was right yeah knowing you know later much later on in life how humble and down to earth he was and did not take his fame for granted and just literally loved every minute of it loves fans Mm -hmm. just you know and even like you know growing up in in a really lousy situation as a kid Mm -hmm. and and just to turn his life around on his own that, I mean, that says a lot and yeah, it says absolutely. a lot to his, his own character, his personal right. character. And, right. and I think he should be remembered for that. Mm. Yeah. Most incredible success story and incredible inspiration. Agreed. Exactly. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Take a Take a note from, from, you know, take a page from his book wherever possible. Uh, totally, totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And <clears throat> fuck cancer. Fuck yeah. cancer. Yeah. Yep. Well said. All right, guys. Well, uh, I hope you've enjoyed our little tribute to Mr. Kevin Conroy. Uh, we'll get out of your hair. Um, thank you for listening to the Retro Reductible Cephala podcast. And uh, Kevin Conroy, wherever you are, I'm just going to say you are vengeance. You are the knight. You are Batman.
Good night, everybody.